Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. What is up, you guys? Happy Tuesday or whatever day you happen to be listening to this. It's Anya here, one of the hosts of the Two Degrees Hotter podcast, and I'm running solo this week to cover my 2023 favorites. And let me just say right off the bat, thank God this is not a visual medium. Uh, I'm so grateful no one can see me right now. I am post bar class and errands and pre hosting Kylie and our friend Anna to plan our trip uh, coming up in the spring. And so I'm like showered. I've got a face mask on. I suspect I'm developing a cold sore. So I've got like that ointment on. And yeah, some of you guys have asked if we're ever going to do like a video version of the pod. Honestly, I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this week I'll be covering my 2023 favorites. We decided to experiment with splitting up the episodes this week because I was pretty busy last week with the Nutcracker, which I'll get to. Um, So we're splitting up our 2023 favorites and I'll be covering pretty much all the categories. I'll be covering beauty, makeup, skincare, clothes, jewelry, accessories, food, drink, lifestyle, tech, podcast, music, influencers, movies, shows, books, activities, hobbies, the whole nine yards. And I did listen to Kylie's episode, obviously, and I tried to pick things that she didn't say. We do have a lot of things that we both like, so I'll just kind of underscore those uh, when I get to each category. But tried to pick things, number one, that Kylie did not cover, and number two, that we didn't uh, completely emphasize in our favorites throughout the year. So hopefully we've got some new and good recommendations for you, just in time for some last-minute Christmas uh, shopping if you need. But before I get into my 2023 favorites, I'll start with my week in review. So in reality, this is kind of my several weeks in review because it's been a little bit of time since I've been on the podcast. And I feel like there's kind of a lot to update on, but I'll start with the reason that I was absent last week, which was the Nutcracker. So if you haven't been kind of following my journey with that, um, Kylie and I are both dancers. We perform in a like multi-genre company here in Boston, Um, but I've really been getting more into ballet this year and I really wanted to be part of a ballet production. So I was able to find a studio and participate in their Nutcracker, which was when I'm recording this, it was last weekend. Um, And I was in act one, I was in the party scene. Um, So it was honestly more of like an acting role than I am used to doing, which was really fun to kind of try out. And also I felt had like way fewer variables and like stressors when I was backstage. Um, so I did really enjoy it. And it was um, two, let me think it was, yeah, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. Um, and everything went really well. The kids at the studio are like extremely talented. So it was just great to be able to share the stage with them. Um, And just to like get to be on stage for something so fun and like such a tradition as the Nutcracker, I kind of got the sense that like some of the audience were there to see people that they knew, but also some of the audience were there just as like families that, you know, wanted to enjoy like the tradition of seeing the Nutcracker, which is like so cool. And I'm all about like expanding access to the arts and, and bringing people joy through dance and like that kind of stuff. So it was very satisfying in that way. So I, for me, it was just like a big bucket list item to check off. We grew up at a competitive studio. We never really had the opportunity to participate in anything like that. So um, it was just really fun. And I'm hoping to 
find more opportunities to do things like that in the new year. I'm kind of just proud of myself for like putting myself out there. And like, I literally cold emailed the studio back in the summer and I'm just really glad that it all worked out. Um, and Kylie was able to come see it on Sunday, which was fun. So yeah, I am grateful to have my Saturdays back because that's when the rehearsals were. Um, but it was a really good experience and I'm glad that Kylie was able to do a solo episode last week to allow me to kind of beat all the dress rehearsals and all of that. So that's kind of the update there. Aside from that, like a less fun update that I just kind of wanted to share as a reminder for everybody is um, both me and my boyfriend Grant, who I live with, are kind of having our own separate like health challenges right now. I don't want you guys to like worry because, you know, we're going to be fine. But it's just like always a good reminder when your health isn't 100% that like it's just a reality check that that's truly all that matters. (laughs) And like even when you just have like a cold or something like you know, the first feeling of like when you're, you have a sore throat or like a stuffy nose and you're like, oh my gosh, I did not appreciate when I could swallow normally or when I could breathe normally. Like it's kind of that at just like a macro scale, like the little day-to-day stressors are so unimportant compared to like taking care of yourself and like making sure that your health is in check. And so when things are like off within your body or when you're like imbalanced or something like that, like it just has such a major impact on like your ability to live happily, like your day-to-day life. Um, and so I just hope, you know, once we're both on the other side of the things that we're dealing with right now, like we carry that perspective of like these little day-to-day stressors so don't matter because health is so important. And I feel like you just, you always hear like old people, I feel like talk about health and how they're so grateful for their health. Like if you were talk to them about like what they're grateful for, like they're just so happy to be healthy and you're like, yeah, yeah, grandpa, like whatever. But like, it really is so true. And I just feel like the past couple of weeks have like really enforced that for me, um, just like with the holidays and stuff, like it's, it's tough to be struggling this time of year. And I know a lot of people struggle this time of year in like different ways. Um, so yeah, if the holiday season isn't going as great as it normally does for you, I'm there with you. Um, and hopefully we're able to come out on the other side in 2024. 2024 just sounds so weird. Like I know every time it transitions to a new year, it always sounds weird to us, but 2024 especially is like sticking out to me as a bizarre year. So so yeah, if you're if you're 100% healthy right now, I'm extremely jealous. <laughs> um, but hopefully we'll be able to, you know, sort everything out soon, but yeah, I just wanted to share like we really really need to appreciate our health and cherish our health and take care of ourselves because it's the most important thing by far. And then the last thing that I wanted to share, this is just a little update from yesterday. I kind of like semi-spontaneously decided to dye my hair darker again, so My natural hair is kind of like, you know, the color that people always call like mousy, which like I hate that descriptor, but like that's kind of what people tend to call it is like a mousy brown or like a mushroom brown. So kind of like a ashy, cool toned, dark blonde, light brown kind of color. So that's my natural color. And over the past like two to three years, I had been like gradually going lighter. Like every time I would go in, I would just get more and more balayage. And so I ended up pretty much majority blonde with like a little bit of dimension, but like pretty much probably like a level nine ish in most places. Um, so I just kind of felt like number one, I was starting to notice like the buildup of damage from having so many appointments, like over the years, like I just felt like my hair was really dry and I could literally like feel like it was like stretchy sometimes when it was wet, which like sketched me out. So that was like reason number one. And then reason number two is kind of silly, but like, I just found, I really did not like the way my hair grew out and it's like nothing against my hairdresser. Cause I think she honestly does like a great job blending it and everything, but just like for me, I just don't like when I'm super aware of the fact that my hair has grown out 
And obviously, unless you're going to get your hair done like once a month, that's something that you're going to deal with when you dye your hair. And I was just kind of missing, you know, not having roots. Like I was like, it's, it's nice to have your hair all one color and not like worry about it. Um, especially with dance, like having to pull our hair back so much. I just felt like it made it so obvious, like where the money piece would start and everything. Um, so yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. I literally, I did it yesterday and so far I'm really liking it. I feel like there is something to like the hair color you're born with. Like, I think it does kind of always tend to bring out your features in like a nice way. I'm still feel like I'm wearing a wig. Like every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, literally, who is that? Because I haven't had this hair color in like three years, but overall I'm liking it. I have an appointment in like March or April, um, just to kind of like check in and see if I want to keep it this way or if I want to go back. It's, um, definitely going to fade a little bit. That's like kind of the challenge when you try to go a different color after being blonde is like the bleach underneath is just always kind of going to be there. And so over the next couple of weeks, I'm sure as I like wash it, it's going to get a little lighter again. Um, but I don't mind that. Like I'm kind of happy to be in the middle, um, but just kind of wanted to start the transition of like not being super blonde anymore, just because I felt like, you know, it wasn't really serving me anymore. So that's that <laughs> if you're curious. <laughs> All right. We are not going to do we, I I'm not going to do favorite this week because obviously this entire episode is going to consist of all my favorites. So we are going to transition into a quick ad break and then we'll be back to talk you through all of my 2023 favorites. As you all know, we're both trying to work towards our wellness goals this year, and that's why we're excited to introduce Liquid IV as the sponsor of this episode. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. We actually used Liquid IV when we were traveling in Europe last year, and it definitely helped us recover after some long nights out. Plus, it was super convenient packaging to keep in our suitcases and in our purses throughout the day. My personal favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'm excited to try the new strawberry lemonade flavor too. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TDH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TDH at liquidiv.com. All right, we're back. And let me just tell you guys, I spent a long time on this script. I was really racking my brain for the things that I've used and loved consistently for the majority of the year and also things that we haven't already mentioned a million times. Some of these things you will have heard before inevitably, but yeah, really tried to think of things that we didn't talk about a ton and that I have really been loving and also that Kylie did not mention. So this script took me a good amount of time and I'm excited to get to everything and talk you guys through. So we're going to start with the beauty, makeup, kind of skincare, toiletry category. Um, first on my list is a perfume. It's the Seven Virtues Vanilla Woods Eau de Parfum. And I have the rollerball version, which was pretty affordable. I want to say it was like under $40. I don't have the full size yet, but I might consider when I run out. And it's just a really nice vanilla scent. <laughs> I'm going to pull up the like descriptor because I'm sure they do a better job than I do. Okay. It's described as warm and spicy. The keynotes are pear, rose, vanilla, amber, and caramel. And it has a sustainably sourced vanilla from Madagascar, which is really cool. And this brand um, does a lot of like social good. So from what I understand, like a lot of the money from the proceeds goes towards different causes, which is really cool to see. 
Um, it's on sale right now, actually, on the Seven Virtues website. So go check it out if you're interested. The rollerball that I have is normally 32, and the bottle that I that I'm considering is 88. So pretty affordable for like an eau de parfum. It's not even like a what's it called when it's like a eau de toilette, like a light, lighter, less lasting scent. Um, so I feel like that's pretty good and I just really like it. I think it's especially nice for the winter because it's such a warm scent, but honestly I wore it kind of all year and I would always get a lot of compliments on it. So that's one perfume I wanted to bring up. The other perfume that I wanted to bring up is from Jo Malone, which is a little bit of a bougier brand, but it's the Nectarine Blossom and Honey Cologne. Um, and I don't know if you guys have heard me say this in other episodes, but I really like to allocate scents towards specific moods or activities. So like, for example, I have a perfume that I only wear when I'm on vacation and it kind of just like gets me in the spirit and all of that. So this is my perfume for dance specific activities. So I'll wear it to class. I'll wear it when I'm about to be on stage. I'll wear it when I go see a ballet. And I just like really enjoy that vibe. Um, So let me read you guys the notes for this one. So it says it's inspired by London's Covent Garden early morning market, succulent nectarine peach cassis. Is that how you say that? Um, and delicate spring flowers melt into the note of acacia honey, sweet and delightfully playful, which love that description. It's definitely a little more of like a feminine scent. Um, so if you are on the hunt for something of that nature, I definitely recommend. Like I said, Jo Malone's a little more bougie, um, but really high quality. So if you're in the market. My next beauty favorite is from Sephora. So I kind of have gotten into like a lash routine this year. Um, so the first thing is the Shiseido lash curler. Um, I've been through like many lash curlers over the years. I really need an eyelash curler for the most part because my eyes are like, I always describe them. It's like horse eyelashes, like long, but like sticks straight down. If you know what I mean? Like how a horse looks, that's like how mine are naturally. And so I always struggle to have my lashes curl and then like hold a curl, but they look so much better like that to me, obviously. Um, so I've really been liking this lash curler from Shiseido. It's a little bit of a pricier lash curler. I think it was like in the $20 range when normally you could go to like CVS and get one under 10, but it's super worth it. It's lasted me all year. It hasn't like come loose or anything like that. And it just does a really nice job of curling your lashes. Um, I think Shiseido is a Japanese brand. So let me just double check that. Yeah, it is a Japanese brand and I feel like they just know what they're doing. Um, So especially if you have like hooded lids or anything like that, I bet it's a great fit for you as well. So I've been liking combining that with the Sephora Lash Craft Eyelash Primer, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's just kind of like a white mascara that you put on under your typical mascara. And I feel like the combination of that, I can use pretty much any like normal mascara on top. I don't notice a huge difference depending. I just kind of buy whatever is available. Um, but I really like that combination as like the lash kind of primer situation. Um, and I find that it's made a really big difference. And then one thing that I'll mention as well, I didn't put this on the list, but I will, is I got from Mac, I think it's called an eyelash, like dry shampoo or something like that. I'll link it below if you guys want to check it out, but it's basically for the purpose of like refreshing your eyelashes, like midday, um, which is really interesting. It's like not something I've seen before. It feels like kind of a gap in the market that they were filling. So I decided to try it out. And I do like that too. So I'll include that in the list that's going to be linked too. Next on the list is a eye cream from Inky List. It's a retinol eye cream. I think that's basically just what it's called. Um, And it's really affordable as far as like retinol goes. So I've been using it under my eyes at night and I have really been liking it. I haven't noticed any like irritation or anything like that, which I know people can struggle with from retinol. 
Um, so that's been great. And another thing that it's been helping me with is not getting like milia under your eye. If you guys are familiar, like some people just get like kind of keratin buildup. Um, so that's something that I've dealt with in the past. And so I find that it, you know, since it's retinol, it's basically like exfoliating under your eye every night. Um, so I haven't been dealing with that, which is really nice as well. So if you're on the hunt for an eye cream, if you want to kind of get ahead of the anti-aging sort of routine, I recommend this one. It was really affordable. So worth a try. Next on my list is something that is tried and true. I've literally been using this like since mid-college. I just love it. Glossier Lid Star. It's my go-to whenever I'm going to wear anything on my eyelids. I pretty much always reach for some shade of Glossier Lid Star. I would say my favorite shades are probably Cub and Slip, um, which is funny because I got Slip a couple years ago and I was unimpressed, but now I really like it. Slip is like very subtle and iridescent, kind of like a pinky pearl shimmer. And then Cub is more of like a warm copper, which I think looks really nice with blue eyes. Um, so I just always reach for it and I figured I would include it on the list. Um, it's just so easy and just kind of spices up your look. So highly recommend. Next up is something that my mom got for me in Europe, but it looks like it is available on Amazon. It's from a brand called Nukes, N-U-X-E, or maybe it's French. So it's like new, I don't know. Um, but it's a dry oil. So it's a multi-purpose dry oil. You can use it on your face, body, or hair. I will say I have not used it on my face just because I try to avoid fragranced products for my face, um, but it has great reviews for that. Um, and I mainly use it on my body. So it's really cool. I've never used a dry oil before, but it basically comes in like a spray. Like if you would picture like a perfume bottle, that's how it looks. So when I get out of the shower, I'll just kind of like spray it all over my body and rub it in. And it's nice because it's really moisturizing, but it's not oily. Like it's kind of a crazy sensation like it kind of I don't know if it just soaks in really quickly I mean it's literally called a dry oil um so I don't like notice it you know smudging on my clothes or like staying super wet or anything like that like it's just kind of feels like it instantly moisturizes which is really cool um and then I've used it in my hair occasionally when I'm on like you know day four or something and I'm trying to like slick it back it's nice for that as well so it's a very like multi-use product so I definitely recommend checking it out I will link the Amazon one below I have the scent uh the floral scent um, but it looks like it comes in some some other things as well. So definitely worth checking out and fun to have, you know, some European products in your repertoire. Next up is something that I've been using for years, but I realized I've like never talked about it. I don't think on the podcast, but I've literally been using it since like high school. And it's a hairbrush from this brand called Janique, J-A-N-E-K-E. And it's called the Super Brush. So it's a plastic hairbrush that um, doesn't have like a backside, if that makes sense. So the bristles are kind of on like a grid surface and then there's air that can flow like through the bottom. Um, and I use it for pretty much all my hair brushing purposes. I use it right out of the shower because the bristles are really flexible. So it's almost like one of those kind of wet dry brushes, if you guys have seen those, where you can use it right out of the shower and it's not going to like tear your hair. So I really like that. And then I know that the purpose of it being kind of, uh, I don't want to say like see-through, but if you guys look at the picture, you'll know what I mean. Um, I think the purpose for that is so that when you, you can blow dry using it and it allows the hair to dry really quickly. Um, and it's kind of like anti-static as well. It's made in Italy. It's like really nice. And I've had mine for years. Like when I tell you I've had this brush for probably like eight or nine years, like that's the truth. I think I got it for Christmas in high school and I've been using it ever since. It's a little bit pricey for a hairbrush, but I find it super worth it. And like I said, last forever. So really, really great brush if you want to kind of level up your post shower and just like general hair routine. 
Um, and then I've also been liking a boar bristle brush just to like slick back. I don't really find that this works that great for that purpose. Um, so I think those are kind of the two brushes in my rotation that I find the most useful. Last up is something that I did just want to second Kylie on because I would have totally added it to my list, which is the Road Lip Peptides. Um, Kylie got me the clear version towards the end of last year and I found that I really liked it. So when they came out with the tinted versions, literally groundbreaking, so good. Um, my only complaint, which I have seen other people say this, is if you bring them into the colds, there can be some like crystallizing that happens inside the product, like the the tube. Um, so sometimes it can feel a little gritty and then it will soften up as like your lips warm up the product, which is kind of like a weird thing. I'm hoping that they like get ahead of that for like the next iteration of this product because it's a little bit annoying, but so pigmented, so pretty, so moisturizing, just like the perfect winter product in my opinion. I've probably been wearing Toast the most, which is kind of their like most nudie shade, but I think they all have a place and yeah, really, really like it. Hailey Bieber really slayed with that one. All right, now we're going to transition into the clothes, jewelry, kind of accessories category. The first thing I want to talk about is I got these claw clips in like early fall that I've really been liking. Um, they're really cute. They have bows on them. So like the ribbon bow part is like attached to the claw clip. So it's basically like a bow on either side of the clip. Um, I think the exact ones that I got on Amazon are no longer listed, but I'll try to find something similar and link it if you're interested. So it came in a pack of like five or six. Um, there's like a black, a silver, a white, a pink, a blue. Um, and I've just really been liking them for, especially for ballet. Like I just think it's a cute kind of way to add an extra like ballet core element to the look, but it's also just like a more fun way to have your hair in a claw clip. Like I always get compliments when I wear it out because it's not immediately obvious that it's a claw clip. It kind of looks like you did some like fancier updo with like a bow and all of that. Um, and obviously bows are kind of like having a moment right now. So if you want to embrace that trend, it's an easy way to do so. Um, so I will link as something as close as I can find down below. Hopefully I'm able to find something similar, but hopefully you guys know what I mean. Next up is the Free People Movement Carry-All Tote. I think I did make this a favorite at one point, but I literally have three of them now because I just love it so much. Um, so I use it primarily as a dance bag. It is huge. It has compartments inside. Um, it washes well. I've had to wash it before. It just It's really cute. It looks like kind of a puffer uh, quilted material. Um, it comes in so many colors and they update the colors really often, which is nice, but also horrible for me because it just makes me want to check all the time and buy different colors, which I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, I use it as my dance bag. I'm going to um, start using another one as my gym bag. And then I have one that I've just kind of reserved for like travel or like kind of overnight bag, um, which is really nice too. I actually used it for the Nutcracker. It's just the perfect size. It fits like literally everything and it's really cute. And like I said, I get tons of compliments on it. So if you're in the market for like a gym bag or just kind of like an oversized tote for general use. I really like it. I know they also have a different iteration on their website right now that's like shiny, which is kind of cool for like the holiday winter vibe. Um, so definitely worth checking it out. I just think Free People Movement is so cute. All their stuff is like so innovative and just like a fun way to kind of style workout attire. Um, and I think this bag is pretty affordable for what you get. I think it's like $68. And when I first got it in, I was like, I'm shocked that this isn't like $100. Like, I feel like this is one of those things they could definitely sell for more. So get on it and grab a bag if you're interested. My next one is pretty basic. It's Skims socks. I've just been kind of acquiring a pair with like every order that I make for Skims. And I just really like them. I like that they come in more like nude neutral colors just because I feel like sometimes... 
I don't know, if you're trying to have like a cute outfit, it's like not the vibe to have like super bright socks. So I have a couple pairs of like the shade that's most close to my skin tone and I just like how it kind of blends in. And then if my pants come up like a little bit, it doesn't, it's not immediately obvious that you're seeing my socks. I don't know. Maybe that's just like a weird me thing. Um, but I like them. I think they wash well and I've just enjoyed having them. So if you're in need, check it out. Next one is going to be something that I also kind of double click on from Kylie's list. <laughs> Have you guys heard that phrase? I had never heard it before. And then someone at work said it recently. And I was like, that is actually hilarious. Like, I'm definitely going to use it ironically, but like to double down on what some- someone said, just I'm going to double click on that. It's just like, it's so funny and cringe and corporate. Um, but it is Rothy's flats. I think she talked about the ballet flats specifically in her episode, which funny enough, those don't really work for me in my foot shape. So I'm just going to offer some alternatives if that's also the case for you. I really love their pointed Mary Janes. Um, I got a pair back in like spring or early summer, just a black pair and they are my go-to work shoe. I think they're, it's nice because like in the past I would have mainly just wore like booties or like that kind of thing when I had to be more dressed up for work. And I think this is a great alternative. It looks very polished. It looks very classy, um, but they're super comfortable and they're machine washable, which is huge. So I have those in black. I also got them in white. It's called like Lovebird. So it's like a white shade with a black strap, which is kind of a fun, interesting twist. And then I also have the rounded Mary Janes. Um, which I haven't worn a ton yet, but fit similarly. So if you um, have like a longer, more narrow foot, these styles might be a little better for you. I just found the ballet flat didn't fit me super well, um, but obviously they're super cute. So we just love Rothy's in general. You get like a $20 coupon your first time ordering from them. So it's worth taking advantage. Um, And I imagine I will continue acquiring Rothy's flats over the years. So big fan. I think I talked about this next one in the Christmas uh, wishlist episode, but it is the Lululemon Dance Studio Pants. Uh, chef's kiss. Um, obviously great for the dancers, but I honestly think great for like almost anybody. If you're not familiar, they're kind of like a track pant sort of style. Um, and it's nice because at the bottom, there is like an ability to cinch at the ankle. So if you rather wear it more like a jogger, you can kind of cinch it in. Or if you'd rather just wear like a regular pant, you can let it out. So it's nice because kind of depending on the purpose, I go back and forth. Um, and I have them in a couple different colors. I have black, brown, uh, bone, and I'm missing one. Oh, pink. Um, and they're just like so comfy. Like I love wearing them to dance. I love wearing them like if I'm wearing shorts to like a workout, I love wearing them over the shorts. Um, I love wearing them just like working from home and just like for life. They're a really comfy kind of like baggier pants. So I think they can look kind of trendy depend like no matter what you're wearing. Um, so I'm a huge fan. I will say some of the colors are double lined. So if that bothers you, it's worth investigating before you order. Um, just, you know, they line them so they're not see-through, but it does make them a little more of like a sweatpant and less like light. So worth double checking that. And one thing that I found really awesome was I've had my black pair since like the spring and that little uh, strap at the ankle that enables you to make it a jogger or not actually broke. And so I brought it to Lulu and they replaced it on the spot. So, you know, it goes to show like it is a high upfront cost for these types of things, but the customer service is really great and you seems like you almost get like a lifetime guarantee. So um, yeah, I was really happy about that. And definitely like my go-to item from Lulu like over this year. Just so great. My last clothing favorite, I have really been in my like basic long sleeve era this year. I feel like my go-to outfit has just been like baggy jeans and like a tight long sleeve. I just think it looks effortless. It looks cool. It looks kind of Scandinavian um, and it's just obviously super easy. So uh, my go-tos have been from Intimacy Me. It's like their cashmere modal 
um, top, which they're really cute. They're a little sheer, so it doesn't work for every use case, but I think it's super cute. And then I also have a couple from Uniqlo um, that are more like opaque. Um, so I just have really been liking that look. I would love to get some from Skims, but whenever I look, they're sold out. So keeping an eye, but I just have been really liking a basic long sleeve and it makes you look professional if you're on Zoom, uh, super comfy for like in person and just like a good outfit sort of formula if you're not sure what to wear. So highly recommend checking those out. All right, we are going to transition into the food and drink category of 2023. And my first one, you guys know, I've already talked about it before. It is the Trader Joe's Honey Greek Yogurt. I have talked about how I go through like breakfast hyperfixation foods. And I must say this yogurt is definitely the most consistent of those hyperfixation foods. It is just delish. I love to put blackberries and either their protein granola or their like cookies and cream granola in it. It is just so good. I literally like look forward to it every day. I hope to God they never discontinue this product because I don't know what I'll eat for breakfast. It's literally what I eat like pretty much every single day and it's just delicious. So highly recommend get your probiotics in earlier, prebiotics or whatever the heck is in yogurt. The next one is kind of funny, but I was thinking about like, what did I actually eat a lot in 2023? And I have been in my like grilled cheese era for this year. Like whenever I don't know what to eat when I'm working from home, I am like immediately whipping out a grilled cheese. It is just so easy, so delish. You can add like avocado. You can like spice it up with different ingredients. You can add like an egg. It's just so good. So I've been using the Trader Joe's like San Francisco sourdough and um, I'm a pepper jack kind of gal, but obviously you can use your cheese of choice and I've just been loving it. The secret to a good grilled cheese is using mayo. Hear me out. I know. Hear me out you put mayo on the side of the bread that you're going to be like toasting and it just makes it crisp up like so good. And I promise you don't really taste the mayo. Like if you're not a mayo person, um, you don't really taste it after that. It just kind of helps it like get super crisp. So that's the secret. Definitely give it a try. I would say I'm also kind of in my like quesadilla era. I'm just in my like vessel to eat cheese era, I would say. Um, So yeah, that's been definitely a go-to for me throughout 2023. My next food drink favorite for the year is a drink that I discovered this year. Um, so it's a Hugo Spritz. Have you guys heard of this? I had not heard of it until this year, and it is like my most perfect ideal alcoholic beverage ever. Um, I will say not every place that I go has it, but the places that do have it, slay. So it is a Prosecco-based drink. So it's kind of like an Aperol Spritz, but instead of Aperol, you use an elderflower syrup and mint. Like, does that not sound amazing? I literally want one right now. Like, that sounds so good. It's just like a delicious combination. Um, and I I like Aperol, but sometimes like the Aperol is a little too Aperol for me, if you know what I mean. Like, sometimes it's a little too soapy, it's a little too orange. I'm not in the mood. So this is like a great alternative to order at a bar. I find that like mainly Italian places and like French restaurants tend to have it. I feel like if you go to like a normal more like dive bar, they won't really be able to make it. But um, yeah, like European kind of style restaurants tend to have it. And I think maybe I discovered it when we were in France, but yeah, just so good. I just love elderflower. So if you're in that camp as well, definitely add this to your kind of rotation when you're out at a restaurant. It is delish. Last up on the food and drink list for 2023 is another basic, but I've got to be so honest. I am obsessed with microwavable rice. I am a huge rice girl. It is my 
side of choice with like every single meal. Granted, I tend to make a lot of like Asian leaning meals. So it makes sense that I would have rice a lot, but I literally eat rice like three times a week, if not more. Like I just, I love it. (laughs) Um, And I just really love having the microwavable packs that are like so easy, so ready to go. I mainly get them from Trader Joe's, but I think a lot of places sell them because making rice separate from the rice like microwavable rice is kind of annoying. Is it only me? Like I just, I never make it right. It always ends up like a little too watery or like didn't cook enough. I don't know. I haven't mastered it. So this makes it so easy. And it's just like really easy to whip up on the fly. A lot of times when I want just like a last minute snack, I'll take um, the microwavable basmati rice from Trader Joe's, mix in for a cake seaweed seasoning, soy sauce, sriracha, whatever protein I have, and then just like eat it as like a little bowl. And it's just like, it's so good. And it's so easy. And we don't talk about it enough. So justice for microwavable rice. It's my campaign for 2024. All right. Now we're going to transition into the lifestyle category. So this is kind of just like a catch-all for things that didn't fit in any other section. So first on my list is our hammock. So we have a little backyard and I felt like we weren't taking full advantage of it over the years just because we didn't really deck it out with like nice furniture necessarily. Um, So I decided to get a hammock in the spring and it was just so fun to have throughout the summer. It's still sitting out there right now. Like I'm not going to go lay on it when it's like 20 degrees out, but um, yeah, it's like one of those standalone hammocks. So it's not like attached to a tree or anything like that. That kind of like scares me. And plus we don't really have the right setup for that. Um, So it's just a standalone, you know, metal sort of frame. And then you can buy a hammock, um, you know, whatever size you want. And I just bring it outside when I'm using it, bring in the hammock itself when I'm not using it, just so it doesn't get like super nasty. And it's just so nice. Like I really liked reading out there in the summer. I took a couple of naps out there in the summer. When we have people over, it's like another way to kind of seat people. They can share the hammock. Um, So it's just been really fun, really great addition. Even if you just have like a little deck or something like that, I think it would be a great addition Um, and a good like Christmas present because I feel like people don't really think of this kind of stuff in the winter. So highly recommend. Next in the lifestyle category has been a tried and true favorite of mine for several years now, which is Muji Stationery. I really like to just get their plain notebooks. Like I love a blank sheet of paper, no line, no grid, nothing. I like the blank sheets of paper and I like their, uh, what is this? Their 0.5, uh, 0.5 smooth gel ink ballpoint pen. And I like it in the blue black color. It's like a navy. It's just so good. It's just so such a go-to. I literally make my to-do list on it every single day for work and like personal stuff and they're just so good. So if you have a Muji near you, I actually don't know how widespread Mujis are. We have one here in Boston on Newbury Street. I think they have them in New York. I'm not sure where else, um, but you can definitely order online. Just like a nice solid stationery store. They sell a bunch of other stuff too, but um, that's my stationery of choice. My next favorite has been kind of decorating our dining room table for different you know seasons and occasions. And the main way that I've liked to do this this year is through switching out the vases that I'm using. So I have a lot of like thrifted vases that I've acquired from over the years. And so just kind of using those as a way to decorate has been really fun. And then on a similar note, like taper candles and different like candlestick holders. Um, So kind of just like embracing the formality of having a true dining room um, and just decorating it, making it pretty, you know, burning the candles when you have people over is really nice. Next up is pretty niche, but it is a travel adapter that I really like from Amazon um, that I got for our trip to Europe earlier this year, and I'll be bringing it to our trip next year as well. It's like this really nice kind of like, it has sort of an extension cord plug-in, and then it has a ton of different outlets that you can plug into. So it has like multiple regular outlets, it has multiple USB outlets. So it's just like a nice hub if you're traveling and you have to charge a bunch of stuff. 
before I got this one, I just had like the standard travel adapter where you could only plug in like one thing at a time, which isn't super helpful if you're traveling with like a phone and an iPad and a portable charger and your camera. Like it's just not that practical. So this one's really nice because it lets you kind of set up a little station in your hotel room or whatever and charge all of your different electronics when you're abroad. Um, and yeah, it's just super nice. So I'll link that in the list as well. As you guys may or may not know, I did get a new car this year. I got a new car in May, so I have a Beetle. And in this car, I invested in getting like nice floor mats, like floor mats that were made specifically for this like year and model of car. And I just feel like it's made the biggest difference, especially as we head into winter. In my Subaru, I think I just had like some generic floor mat situation and like the floor would get pretty dirty and I like never like put a ton of energy into cleaning it. But what's really nice about having these more legit floor mats is that they're like super weatherproof and super easy to clean if they do get kind of like muddy or sandy or something like that. So if you, you know, want to spruce up your car, if you're in the market for a new car, I really suggest just like spending the money upfront to get these like nicer, really specific to your car floor mats because they fit perfectly and all, I mean, I can link the ones that I have, but it's only going to be relevant to you if you have a 2013 Beetle. Um, but just so you can kind of get the vibe of what I mean. Um, but yeah, so nice, such a nice way to upgrade your car and just like keep your maintenance low on an ongoing basis. The next lifestyle favorite has been my UGG protector spray. I got this spray from like UGG itself, um, that they sell to protect the boots, but I have found that it actually works on like pretty much all pairs of shoes that you want to like waterproof. Um, so I've used it on like my Birkenstock Boston's I've used it on a couple other different pairs of shoes that are like more suede or kind of more sensitive to like you know, water and that kind of stuff. And it is just literally magic. Like, I don't know what it does, but it literally just coats your shoes in a way that if they get wet, the water literally does not stick at all. Like it does not soak in. It's crazy. I don't understand it, um, but it's super great. I think it's like $15. And like I said, use it for like all your shoes. Cause when I first bought it, I was like, it's kind of annoying that I'm just going to use this for like my Uggs and it's going to sit there. Um, but you can definitely use it for pretty much all pairs of shoes that you want to protect. So big fan. The next one is kind of funny, but it is uh, the photo shoot that I did earlier in the fall. So if you guys didn't know, I treated myself for my birthday to a dance photo shoot. I just really wanted to like capture the memory of like how much dance to means to me right now in my life. And I just wanted to treat myself to, you know, have these memories in the future and get nice photos taken. And I'm so glad I did it. I just really like cherish them now. And I think I'll cherish them for a long time. So if that's something that you've been thinking about, if you want to get photos with like your significant other or like your best friend, like I just love being like having really high quality photos. It's something that Kylie and I also did in Portugal last year. We just got like a photo shoot done and I just think it's so great to have those memories. I think photos are like one of the best things that you can spend money on because it's something you're going to have for years and years to come, especially if you get them printed and everything. So yeah, treat yourself if that's something you've been thinking about, if that's something that's like been on your mind, I think it's definitely worthwhile. And of course, it's great to like support local artists, support local photographers. So it's just a win-win overall. All right, now we're going to move into the tech category. The first thing is another car item, which is my Bluetooth aux receiver. So in my car, it's 2013. And I think that might've been like right around the time that like some cars started having Bluetooth, but like not all. So this car does not have Bluetooth like innately in it, which was kind of disappointing to me at first. Cause I was like, I don't want to have to like be hooked up to a cord at all times to play music. So I found this item on Amazon that plugs into your aux port where like you would normally have a cord. And it's just this little um, sort of device that you can Bluetooth connect to your phone. And then your phone is magically connected as if you have like a brand new system. Like it's so cool. 
I have no idea like how this technology works, but it's just so simple, so awesome. Um, and I just really like that I can essentially have a Bluetooth system in my car without having to like retrofit anything. I just got this one little thing, this one little dongle situation for like 30 bucks. So if you also drive an older car, highly recommend. This next one feels a little silly to bring up because I've only had it for like a month, but I know it's like already made such a big difference in my life. So I want to share it with you guys. And it is the hatch alarm clock. I know, I know you've probably heard about this from all directions, but as someone that struggles with sleep, it really has been a game changer for me. Um, so you can set up like a going to bed routine. So I like to have it radiate red to kind of cancel out the blue light from the day and play some relaxing like singing bowls. And then when I actually go to bed, I have it play. I think the sound is called like gentle forest or something like that, but it's basically just kind of like a brown noise with like some wind, some like leaves rustling. And I just think it's so great. It's been really helpful to, for me to fall asleep because we do have some noise. We live on the bottom floor. So we do have some noise from like the upstairs neighbors. That's always like historically woken me up a lot in the night. So it kind of helps cover that noise up. Um, and then in the morning, it does like the sunset alarm clock thing, which I always thought was like a little bit gimmicky, but it really does help you wake up so much more like refreshed, I guess, because you've been like subconsciously a little more awake over like the 30 minute window it must be um but it's made it really easy for me to wake up earlier so like I woke up like at 6 a.m four out of five days like this past week and normally that would really wipe me out and I am someone that like chronically hits snooze um and I didn't have that experience at all I would hit snooze like maybe once and then I'd be good to go um the one thing that's a little weird to me is that you can't customize the snooze length of time I don't know if there's like science behind it or something but at least from what I can tell, it's like stuck at nine minutes, which is a little weird. But anyway, I really, really like it. And I know that I'm going to continue using it throughout 2024. Um, they are pretty pricey. I got mine on Black Friday, but I did read that you can get them refurbished apparently. So that's worth looking into um, if you want to try it out. Last in the tech category, I don't know if this necessarily fits into tech. I guess I could have put it in lifestyle, but I'm definitely in my eBay era as a buyer, not a seller. Um, but I love buying secondhand dancewear on there. And I've also just bought a couple other like secondhand items. They have great jewelry. They have great like vintage finds. So yeah, I'm just like in my eBay era. Like if I'm ever like looking to buy something new, I'll go and search eBay first. And like chances are someone's selling it for less, which is always great. They have a lot of Lululemon on eBay. Um, a lot of Rothy's like, yeah, just like a great place to check first. I haven't really used like Poshmark or like Depop or anything like that. Um, obviously eBay has the added layer of like the, um, what's the word? Like when you bet for things, why can I not think of the word for that? Auction auction. That's the word I'm looking for. Obviously it has the added layer of like an auction style website. So you gotta be a little bit on top of it. Um, but I think it's fun adds to the thrill, you know? Um, so I've just been liking it. All right, now we're going to move more into like the content side of things. So in the podcast kind of music category, I did want to second Kylie on Guts, Olivia Rodrigo's new album. I was kind of shocked that she didn't end up in my top five. I might need to double check, but I don't think she ended up in my top five on Spotify. I felt like I listened to that album a ton. Um, I just think she's super cool and like making really cool, innovative music. Um, so big fan of her and thought that was a great album. Next on the music list for me is Tate McRae. Um, she's like a dance prodigy. I don't know if non-dancers know this, but growing up, like we knew who Tate McRae was. I went to like a summer intensive that she was at. Like she was an amazing dancer, like won every competition she went to. So it's just crazy that she's also managed to like be so successful in like this completely different sort of industry. Um, but I really like her new album that came out a couple weeks ago. I think it's called Think Later. 
Um, and just like all her old stuff, like is always fun to listen to. I just think she's bringing back like pop, which is really cool. So yeah, big fan of hers. Also on the music side of things, I've been in my Troy Sivan era. As you guys know, I think I talked about it recently, but really love his music again, just like fun, kind of like upbeat pop to have on. Um, and I just think he's so funny too. Like his TikToks are hilarious. He's just like a super funny person. So good to support him and kind of cool that he started like as a YouTuber, right? So kind of cool, you know, again, to see someone like sort of break into an industry that wasn't typical. Another musical favorite I wanted to call out is a uh, playlist that I've been listening to as I've been working. I kind of like go through different playlists every year. Like I was in like the jazz vibes for a while. Then I was in like lo-fi beats. This year I was really liking classical focus. And I think it's why classical floated to like my top genre of the year. Um, but if you are looking to have something on in the background, I can't do like podcasts. I can't do like music with words when I'm working. I just find it like too distracting. So I really like this playlist. It has kind of like neoclassical stuff on it, I would say. So it's not like Beethoven or anything like that. It's more uh, kind of new age, like piano and, you know, cello works, which is really nice to listen to. Um, and the playlist is really long. So I don't find like a ton of the same songs repeating all the time, which is nice. Um, so definitely check it out if you're looking for a new work playlist. On the podcast front, I really haven't been listening to that many new podcasts this year. The only one that I really added to the list is the Broski Report with Brittany Broski. She is hilarious. I think she's like one of the funniest people ever. Her like episodes are just so unhinged, but also she's very like socially aware from what I can tell. So it's like a nice balance and like a nice person to support. Um, she always has like, it's very like stream of consciousness, but she at the same time, she has like very thoughtful kind of like thesis to each episode. So I think it's like really inspiring. Like the structure that she uses is really cool. Um, so I definitely recommend if you're looking for a new, like really funny podcast to add to the list. Moving into the influencer category, I really did not add any new influencers to my list this year, you guys. I haven't really watched anybody new or followed anybody new. I don't know. I, I haven't been on that grind lately, but just to kind of reiterate a few that I've loved over the years, uh, Moya Malini has been one of my favorites for a couple of years, and now she lives in Paris, which is just super cool to watch someone living like a completely different life than my own. So I really like her content, and she's just like very creative when it comes to editing. Um, so I really like her videos. And then as you guys know, I think I've mentioned her like a million times. Zoe Pritchard is probably my favorite YouTuber in general. She is like still a smaller channel. So if you want to, you know, get in early, I recommend subscribing now. Um, but she makes a lot of like personal finance content and just kind of like lifestyle content, which really resonates with me. And she lives in Montreal, which I did at one point too. So it's just kind of cool to see the city again and everything. So yeah, big fan. Moving into the movies and shows category, you guys know I'm not a movie person, so I don't have any movies to recommend. I just fall asleep with literally every movie I try to watch. I'm so sorry. Um, but I wanted to second Kylie on The Last of Us. That was one of the best shows I've watched in a long time. I literally was so hyper fixated on it um, when it was coming out. Just like amazing. Pedro Pascal, Chef's Kiss. I want to rewatch it, definitely. Maybe over the winter break, I'll do that. Um, but just really, really great show. Um, so well done. HBO Max is like killing it lately so if you haven't already watched it highly recommend it's about an apocalyptic situation but it's definitely much deeper than that it has a lot to do with like relationships and that kind of thing as well so go check that out and then the other show that I've been watching is Dancing with the Stars obviously this season has already ended but it's funny because I watched Dancing with the Stars as like a kid like my parents and I would watch it every week and I just kind of 
rediscovered it this year. I think especially because Julianne Huff is now a host and it's just cool to see her in that role because she was on it for so long. So yeah, I just really was in my Dancing with the Stars era this fall. Like it's just fun to have a show that you have to watch at a specific time or you'll like get spoilers. Like I would get excited on Tuesdays that it was like Dancing with the Stars Day, which is kind of rare in like our world of streaming now. So looking forward to next season. I actually don't know when it is. I assume sometime early next year, but so good. The only book that I wanted to recommend from this year is Mad Honey. It's by Jennifer Finney Boylan and Jody Pico. And it's about, it's like a mystery um, that you find out more and more about from other people's perspectives throughout the book. So like every chapter is kind of a different person's like point of view. Um, and it takes place in New Hampshire, which is like cool and rare. So kind of fun to have an homage to the home state there. Um, and yeah, really well written. Um, just highly recommend. And our last category is activities and hobbies. So I want to start out with ClassPass, just giving a shout out to ClassPass. When I tell you it's literally changed my life to use ClassPass, like I'm not joking. It's like we did our fitness episode a couple episodes back. So if you want to listen to that for more context, I definitely recommend doing that. But it is the only thing that has helped me be consistent in years and years and years of trying to find like a fitness routine. Um, So it's helped me discover like different studios that I absolutely love, like different fitness studios in the area. Um, and just like having the flexibility of being able to go to a bunch of different places and not have to get a specific membership literally has changed my life. So I've really been in my bar era this year. I've been in my Pilates era lately. If you want to know like the specific studios that I recommend, message me if you're like in the Boston area, I'm happy to share. Um, but yeah, just like have really been in my group fitness class kind of era and it's really working for me. So that's been really awesome to kind of discover that this year. The next activity favorite has been point and restarting point. So I don't know if you guys have been listening for a little while, but I did restart point in the summer. Um, and it just like take my ballet journey to the next level. And it's like the only thing in my adult life that I kind of have like felt like a beginner in, if, if that makes sense. So it's been really cool to like see the progress that I've been able to make over the last six months. And just like a good reminder that like you can really start anything and do anything that you put your mind to. Um, so just been really encouraging and fun and, you know, good to like have motivation that's not tied to your job, not tied to work. Um, so highly recommend if there's something that, you know, you've had on your list that you want to start as like an adult and you think you're too old or you think it's too late, just do it. Use 2024 as your time to just do it because it's so rewarding. And then my last activity, this is like so basic. I don't know why I wasn't doing more of it beforehand, but I feel like 2023 was the year of just like meeting a friend at a cafe. I don't know why I never did that before. I feel like in the past, it always felt like it had to be like a dinner or something. But this year I spent a lot of time just like meeting people out for like coffee, like a quick coffee. And it's just so great. It allows you to like fit in, you know, a little visit, have a good amount for the rest of your day. Um, And like, who doesn't like, you know, the vibe of a cafe? So more of that in 2024, please. All right, that wraps up uh, my 2023 favorites. So hope some of this resonated with you guys. As I said throughout, I will have a list in the description that breaks down everything with links so you can access any of it if you want to purchase for yourself or for someone else. And with that, you know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. You can always DM us any episode suggestions or submit to our anonymous suggestion box. And we will we will be back next week. Um, I think we are going to be doing our like year in review. Don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty sure that's how the timeline's working out. So looking forward to that. And I hope you guys all have a great 
Christmas. I think this episode will be the last one to come out before Christmas. So hope everyone enjoys the time with their family. Hope everyone's having a great Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, uh, you know, tis the season. And I will chat with you guys next week. Bye.